Hey all, it's Christy. I'm here popping in with an episode that quite frankly would normally never happen. I only record once a week um, and usually on Thursdays, but I felt compelled to record this episode tonight. It's Saturday, March 14th because there's just a lot of chaos going on in the world right now. And I know personally I'm feeling very stressed out. Um, My business is very stressed out and I'm betting you are too. So I'm going to share with you what I'm doing right now to deal with the chaos that we're dealing with in the world. And hopefully there are some tips that you can take away to help yourself manage your business during this time. All right, let's go. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. All right, so let's dig right into the episode, no fluff approach. That's what I'm all about here. Um, if we haven't met, I'm Christy, the founder of Encircled and the host of Raven Boss of Podcast. This is my third attempt to record this podcast because my dog Harlow, who is home with me right now, is pulling out every toy out of her toy basket <laughs> and keeps squeaking them while I'm recording the podcast, which is insane. She never does this. I don't know what's going on. But um, for context, I'm recording this podcast on Saturday, March 14th. As I mentioned, usually I release once a week, but I'm just doing this because I feel like there's a need for this out here um, to open up the conversation for business owners and hold space for um, entrepreneurs to talk about this because right now it feels in some ways like very selfish to like worry about your business and stuff like that. But we all know that in times of chaos, in times of economic recession, uh, which we potentially will be heading into, um, small businesses are the hardest hit during that time because we just don't have the cash reserves to um, really float through those type times without having to like lay somebody off. Um, so I am going to talk about where we are today, what's kind of happened so far, um, and what going forward short term is happening and longer term things you guys can think about in your business. So present day, um, I'm based in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Ontario is a province, um, Canada is the country, obviously, I think, um, Ontario has 101 cases of COVID-19. One person has Uh, passed away unfortunately from it Um, and our prime minister's wife is sick but we are still allowing flights in from high-risk countries so um, there's some thought that this is going to start to accelerate and spread here pretty quickly. Toronto is a very international city. Um, I would say uh, the city has started to shut down a lot like community programs, schools are shutting down um, for two weeks. they are shutting, they've shut down all sporting events, musical events, all that kind of stuff, concerts, conferences are canceled. Um, we had six pop-ups planned in the next six weeks, all canceled either by us or for us. Um, so you can just imagine there's a lot of chaos. We're also in the middle of launching products. So we just did a pre-order for like our very first jacket over at Encircled. Um, I make sustainable fashion if you're not familiar. Um, and our factories are all open. They're all based in Toronto. Um, our knitters are all open. Um, but like we all know, we don't know how long that's we're going to maintain its status quo here. 
at 101 cases or if it's going to start to accelerate. And what we've seen in some countries like Italy is that it just started to like exponentially accelerate. Um, so there is some fear here and definitely in the U.S. that that's going to start to happen pretty soon. Um, one of my brother's friends from um, high school that he played hockey with is an ER doctor here, head of one of the ERs in Toronto. I'm sorry if you can hear that beeping. That's Harlow. She's still playing with the toy. I can't. Um, and he sent a very ominous email and I know him. So I feel like he's just not the kind of person to send something if he wasn't feeling pretty certain about it. Um, and he talked a lot about, you know, what you can do now. And I'm just going to read his email since I am not an ER doctor. So this is what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, he says, and this is the words of, uh, Michael Warner, Dr. Michael Warner, if you want to look him up on Twitter. Um, so some people continue to downplay the risk of the current situation, regardless of what you are reading or what politicians are saying. I simply want you to know that the COVID-19 situation is dire and may soon be out of control. Healthcare resources are finite and thus we will not be able to provide care for all become ill. In addition to COVID-19 related deaths, there will be collateral damage among patients who need to care for other treatable ailments and will be unable to receive it. Governments are taking a reactive approach and failing to mandate the necessary proactive steps to slow the progress of the virus. Fortunately, you can do something to help. The only hope to slow the virus is based on community behavior. That's you, your neighbor, and your family, everyone. Begin social distancing now. Do not wait for a politician to tell you to do so. Never shake hands. Wash your hands frequently. Cancel and avoid all travel. Close schools, universities, daycare, businesses that aggregate people in close proximity. Avoid contact with those 65+. plus. Um, especially those who are frail with chronic diseases, don't attend any large gatherings, sporting events, work from home whenever possible. Oh my God, sorry. <laughs> my dog is just going bananas. I'm just going to go into the bathroom. <laughs> I can't handle this. Um, sorry, guys. So that's his letter that was sent out. Um, it subsequently kind of went viral and now it's on our national TV station. Um, and basically what he's saying is like, he's giving a warning and I read this and we hadn't had any plans really to scale back our operations and our team and stuff like that. And I read this and I said, I have to do more because for anybody who's listening to this, if you've ever lived through a disaster of some kind, you know that like, usually you underestimate it. And oftentimes we underestimate things because maybe we don't want to face the reality of the situation ourselves or we're scared and we don't want to um, get even more scared um, or that like we don't want to like freak out unnecessarily and I'm here to tell you it's okay to freak out unnecessarily and it's okay if in two months we'll, we'll look back on this episode and say wow we really blew that out of proportion but in my gut intuitively I know that Unfortunately, I don't think we will. So what I wanted to do today is try and help you as much as possible um, to plan for this in your business and so that you can stay afloat and keep doing what you love. Um, so this is what we're doing at Encircled. So effective immediately, and this may change, but we are going to a rotational schedule. So I've split my team into three and pretty much anybody who is not required to be in the office, so largely our marketing team, 
is completely out of the office. They're not coming into the office for the next, I would say, two weeks, but I would say 30 days is probably more realistic. Um, and then every other team um, has somebody from like shipping, somebody from production, and somebody from design. And then I'm on one of the teams at one point. And basically the teams rotate through the office. So um, like team A is in on Monday, team B is in on Tuesday, team C is in on Wednesday, and it kind of rotates like that. Um, And nobody can come into the office on a day when another team is. And the reason why, unless they're on that team, the reason why this is is because uh, we don't want to, if team A, let's say, one of the team members gets sick, then we have to quarantine all of those team members for 14 days. So then that team can't be allowed back in the office. Um, At this time, it seems like the risk of transmission from like touching stuff is pretty low. So um, we are putting like disinfecting procedures in place and we've had hand washing and all that kind of stuff in our office. But we do have a large portion of staff on our team who take public transit. Um, so that's one thing you can do is you can look at your office. If you have team members who are, um, required to ship in office, really have a look at that and see how you can break it up so that you have some business continuity. Personally, I'm trying to reduce my time in office pretty severely. Um, I'm supposed to be there on Monday, um, and Thursdays. Um, but I have asthma, Um, I have a very weak immune system and I have two very old parents. Um, so I have to be very cautious. Plus I'm the only one who does certain things in the business. Um, so for me, um, and for probably you, if you're listening to this episode as a founder, um, you really need to minimize your impact because a lot of people depend on you in the business. Um, so I'm only really going to be in there probably on Monday, maybe on Thursday if I'm needed to do something in there and then kind of coming in on an as needed basis, mainly to check mail, sign checks, etc. Um, so I had a meeting with my leadership team. If you have enough employees to have that, that's a great thing to do is to talk about it with other people on your team. If not, maybe talk to an advisor about it, a mentor, um, somebody like that. Um, and from there, uh, we did like a communication with our team. Um, we've done a bunch of emails just to talk about procedures around the office and general things that we've done that I wanted to highlight. If you do have an office space, is, um, we've limited the use of uh, reusables. So obviously, we're really into sustainability and Encircled. So we have like reusable hand towels, all this kind of stuff that has now been pulled and we're having to use disposable towels, um, lots of hand sanitizer, Um, bring your own mug, bring your own glass, water bottle, um, and really taking the time to make sure that our team is safe is really important, make them feel safe. So that kind of communication during a time like this is really critical. Um, We haven't at this point in time gone out with communication to customers, but that is happening tomorrow. So I've written an email um, to customers to talk about the changes going forward, but essentially we've canceled any external meetings. So nobody from outside can come in and meet in our office. Um, they're all done by phone or Google Hangouts now. <clears throat> um, we are canceling in-studio shopping appointments. So some of you may have a retail space. Um, we are no longer running that for the next 30 days. Obviously all events are canceled um, and we're gonna start putting in place some things to um, create a better experience um, holistically because um, once you lose that face-to-face, especially in the clothing, it's so tough. Um, So we're working on some virtual shopping appointments. We're working on um, 
virtual pop-ups. We're trying to do stuff to fill the gap because for sure, at least in the last few days around when the panic started, we've seen our sales impacted pretty dramatically. Um, so this may be a temporary thing with like people just reallocating resources to, you know, urgent things like food and toilet paper. But um, if this trend continues, it is not good. Um, so depending on what your category of business is, um, you may be thriving in this. So I feel like Beekeepers Naturals, who makes like pro- propolis spray, um, is doing really well. And National Nutrition, who sells all my supplements. But if you're in something that's considered to be kind of luxury or not necessary right now, um, you may be feeling the pinch as well. So my second big recommendation is to look at where you can cut your costs today. Don't wait for it to be too late to do this. You need to start cutting costs um, where it matters today. Um, So look at anything unnecessary spending that you're doing that can be cut to temporarily um, to bridge the gap. So the first things we started to cut were like office snacks and that kind of stuff. now we're going to start to look at like what apps we're using. Do we need any of these? Are these all required? Can we go to the app provider and see if we can negotiate a rate? Um, the, the next thing, unfortunately, I would look at would be your payroll. So who's on your payroll? Do you have subcontractors? Could you temporarily put them on hold? Like depends on what your terms and agreement is with them. If you have hourly employees, um, is there some way you can negotiate uh, less hours for a temporary time period at some government Agencies are providing support and assistance to temporary layoffs. If you have to go that route, I don't, I, we're not there right now, which is good, um, but it's good to keep in mind. Um, and Encircled, we've frozen all hiring, so we're not bringing any team members on board for the next 30 days, which super sucks because I was about to hire somebody. Um, but it is what it is. It's just too risky to do that at this time, I think. And I would put off any big investments right now unless you're certain they're going to generate revenue. I think that's like a really great piece of advice. So don't start cutting like your email software, but like you may want to start cutting like maybe if you thought you'd start selling flowers and you sell like mugs right now, maybe that's not the thing to do. Do what works right now and keep it simple is my best advice. Um, definitely work on some communications to um, your customers. That's a great recommendation. You can send, you've probably gotten a hundred emails on COVID-19. I have as well. So like be very cautious when writing that. But if it's something that's important, that's some like direct message that needs to get out to your customers, then send it. I've seen a lot of tech companies send out stuff and I'm kind of like, well, of course you're going to still have operations. I wasn't worried about that. But like, I am worried about like Barry's boot camp, like what sanitizing procedures they have in place, et cetera, et cetera. So um, use that communication cautiously, I would say, if there's a direct reason to send something out. For us, it's because we've been promoting these events and now they're all canceled. So we have to go out with that message um, specifically. Um, and think about how you can make the online shopping experience easy for your customer during this time. So what is it that you need to add or even take away to make it simpler for people to choose to buy from you? Because um, like I said, people may start if there's there's somebody said the other day, there's like a 90 percent chance of an economic recession from this, which is really scary. I mean, I've lived through a bunch of recessions because I'm almost 40 um, and it's scary. It's scary times for sure. But you know, if you're prepared, you can weather the storm. 
Um, and now's the time to make it really easy to choose you. So some things to think about, are your shipping and return policies? Do they favor the customer? Is there any way that you could maybe temporarily offer free shipping or something if you're seeing your conversion rate drop? Um, start to think about how you can develop maybe lower cost, lower price point products that would still serve your ideal customer, but uh, would maybe give them something they can buy from you in the interim that maybe um, isn't as high price point as other things. We literally just launched like our most expensive piece ever. I'm not even kidding when I say this. Um, so, <laughs> and it was planned. It was like, there was nothing we could do. It was like a freight train. Um, it's in production and it's selling pretty well actually. But you know, once the reality hits, especially if customers start getting laid off and stuff like that from their jobs, like that will impact your business too. So that's something to think about as well. Um, the last thing I kind of want to talk about is, I guess, the broader um, <laughs> impact on your mental health. So I've had a l- the last like three days have been really, really hard for me. Um, I've been dealing with <clears throat> some family drama. So uh, trying to make sure my parents are healthy and have food and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of panic in Toronto right now. People are buying a lot of food up, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I've definitely stocked up food. I did it last week, actually, because I just felt like this was going to start going downhill pretty quickly. But I stocked up enough food for <clears throat> two to three weeks, and I'm continuing to like replenish it and make sure my dog has enough food um, just in case things kind of go sideways. Um, but I really implore you to take care of yourself as much as possible during this time. It's really hard to do. I'm finding it hard to, I'm not going to the gym right now or anything like that, but I'm trying to do yoga here. I'm trying to meditate. I'm trying to keep up with my vitamins and keep showering and drinking water and, you know, keep in trying to keep a routine up because when you're working from home, it can be really isolating. Um, and it can feel very lonely. And I know that many founders who listen to this podcast are solo founders. Um, so you may be really scared right now and you feel like you have nobody to talk to. And if that's the case, like send me a DM at Brave and Boss on Instagram because I'm here for you. I'm probably sound like I know what I'm doing, but I don't. I'm just trying to manage this day by day. And this could change at any moment. Like we've all seen what's happening on CNN. Stuff is accelerating. It's like hour by hour so we may change plans completely and just not have maybe have like three employees in the office and everybody else has to work remote like it's kind of up in the air which is really frustrating so I think the next couple weeks at least the next two weeks but I would guess it's going to be more like four you're going to have to get ready for an emotional roller coaster so find your squad find your team of business owners. If you have business owners in your area, now is a better time than ever to connect virtually with them. Um, You know, see how you can support each other. Is there stuff that you can do together to collaborate, to promote each other's businesses? Um, Really put yourself out there right now because people um, in times like this tend to isolate and what we want them to isolate physically. Um, We don't want people to feel lonely and sad and scared. Um, So yeah, those are my tips. So I think communication is really key. Putting the right protocols for health and safety are important um, and business continuity planning. Oh, the last thing I want to mention. So for anybody here, most of the people who listen to my podcast are makers, but there are a few service-based businesses. Um, Any makers, especially if somebody else is making your product or you're importing your product, 
um, I would plan to stock up a little bit extra inventory now. Um, we suspect that our factories will close down at some point. So um, even if it's just two weeks, let's say, or three weeks, that um, it's going to take them time to ramp back up again. And you may not be their number one priority when they get back up and running. Um, so we're planning for an extra month of inventory. And once again, don't do this to the detriment of your business where you feel like you have no cash flow. Um, but you should be looking at your costs right now and seeing how you can get down to your minimum viable um, expenses. Like what do you definitely not need to spend on and what can you kind of like go week to week on? Like, do you have enough packaging to last you for, you know, a month? Great. Okay. Um, but do you necessarily need to get like that, like really nice toner or those extra pens? Like maybe you don't need to be fully stocked on some things. Maybe you can just run kind of lean on certain things so that you can put money into inventory, um, and making sure you cover, you know, contractors and employees payroll. Um, so those are some things I'm thinking about right now, at least for me at Encircled, we're not cutting, um, our advertising because we need to make money <laughs> to keep the lights on and keep the payroll flowing. Um, so we're just figuring it out as we go, but just as I always talk about, like, it's really important to have, um, reserves for this type of stuff, um, and have, enough of an emergency fund to cover you off for, um, you know, three months at least, I think, of business disruption, because I think that's what we're going to see kind of happen here. So again, that's kind of all the tips I have, but I wanted to record this in case somebody would find it helpful or calming or just like know that you're not alone. Again, at Brave and Boss on Instagram, send me a DM and we'll chat. All right, take care of yourself and stay well. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources, and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.